Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic Indie Creator interview. It's your Cape Crusader, Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our good friend, Steve Urena. We're here to break down Slowpokes issue one and two and everything in between. But before we do that and get into too far, you know, Steve, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on, Cody. I've been hearing such good things about your show that I, <laughs> I needed to jump on. I needed to jump yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. You know, um, and we are here to break down some killer sloths. But before we slash into that, let's break down who you are and how you got into comics. Uh, so always been a fan. Uh, my name is Stevie Reyna. For those who don't know, um, I am the writer of Slowpokes 2, Slowpokes 1, uh, Zombie Date Night, uh, Ex Machina. Uh, we're going to go into those as well. But uh, yeah, my comic origin story. I loved comics since I was a kid always wanted to be a comic book artist but then i put pen to paper and that was not to be unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> i cannot draw for for anything um so you know for years i always wanted to figure out how to get into comics but i feel like it was it's such a hard way to break in i feel like it's tough there's not really mm -hmm. like a guide map of like here's what you do to write comics um so i you know, for years, I just always thought like, oh, maybe I'll never do it. And then I found a class online called Comics Experience and I enrolled in the classes and they they um, they accepted me and they were they were very cool with everything. And I wrote Slowpokes as, you know, just just for my own amusement in the class, just to kind of figure out how to write comics. And it was well received in the class. Uh, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to just get it made. Let's see what happens. Uh, the <laughs> Comics Experience uh, linked me up with Juan Romero, which is the artist on my comic, um, and Sean Reinhardt, who is the letterer on my comic. And it's and it's just it's taken off from there. And I cannot believe that we are in, you know, this is my fourth comic that I've done. Um, and it's just, I'm, I'm hoping to go until the wheels fall off. That's so that's, that's remarkable. How, uh, crucial was that class? Would you say to your, it, your experience? I, it was definitely like, I feel like a lot of times with, you know, you, you get into that headspace of, should I do this? Should I not do this? Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a writer in, in my, in my, in my job, I'm a copywriter. Um, but with comics, like I was just like, I, I gotta try, I gotta see what, I gotta see what this is about. That, that class was so positive and it was so like, just, it was just, everybody was kind, even with feedback. Like I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. We're just figuring it all out together. So everybody was very cool. Um, you know, we'd, we'd have workshops in the class. Everybody would give their notes about it, just making it better, making it bigger and better. And Slowpokes was born and my, my teachers, Paul Aller and, um, and Andy, um, I'm sorry, space it on his last name. I'll get it for you in a second. Andy Schmidt, uh, he they taught me. They they held you know held my hand through the process, and they were like, "No, you're good. Um, just keep on doing what you're doing." So it's very positive, and it's good to just have that support system. Yeah, so, so slowpokes is a really interesting concept. It's about fast sloths uh, that 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 kill people, right? I thought that, that you know, right. I thought that was when you sent that over calendarly. I thought that was really interesting. I was like, okay, hold on now, um, because everything I'm used to with sloths are in, insanely slow. You know, like um, what was it, uh, the the zoo one um, with the dude uh, at the, uh, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, at the DMV, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a Zootopia, right? I think yeah, Zootopia. Yep, yep, yep. So like they're, everything I'm used to, they're insanely slow. So what's it look like on the other side of that? Well, I I, I'm, I hate to warn you, and especially since Halloween is coming up, but sloths, if you look at them, they are scary as hell. Like, look at them. They have, <laughs> they have crazy looking eyes. Like everything about them is scary. So they're massive too, right? Yeah, they're huge. And, and they also have those uh, prehistoric <laughs> sloths, which are, are very big. So I, I always imagine, you know, I, just joking around my friends with, 
about like you know i love the, the i love all horror and i love like mm-hmm. the sci-fi horror stuff when they're like oh sharknado or like mansquito or like these ridiculous premises but you know you you still want to see them so i was like oh what are they going to do next like fast killer slots and i kind of always had that in the back of my you know in the back of my head uh my weird brain that i have and i was like huh like maybe maybe i should do that for this class i feel like that would be a fun comic it'd be fun for me to write like why not mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like the picture that these, that slots are like an alien, you know, race that came down from wherever they're from. And, you know, they were murderous and fast and predatory, but then they got on earth and just the gravity was too much for them. And they just stopped <laughs> because, it, because it, <laughs> they became too slow. So they just, they just had to become friendly after that. So that's, that's where, that's where that, that all came from. So we have some images on a slideshow. Most of them are from issue one. We have, you know, the cover and some interiors, yeah. but we do have, uh, I, I want to say it's like the, the, the print, it's the, the lake with the, the sloths like blood, like etched yes. out. Um, yes. It looks really graphic and gory and I am yes. here for that. You know, what was some of your direction for taking it this route? I just think like my, my goal in comics is to make as much noise as possible. Um, this is the one thing where I could like have fun and play with and not really worry about like, oh, will I go to DC? Will I go to Marvel? It's like, no, I'm just going to have fun. And whatever happens, happens. So with Fast Killer Slots, I was like, how far could I take this? So I wanted to make it as gory and vicious and ridiculous as possible just for the reader to make sure that they go on a nice, fun thrill ride Um, because I'm having fun. And if I'm having fun, hopefully people uh, reading will also have fun. No, absolutely. So uh, tell us a little bit about this creative process with you and and your team. You know, how did that first look when creating your first comic book? I'm sure there was some challenges with that. Uh, I got lucky. Um, Luckily, luckily in the class, like we had a lot of workshops and like figuring out what worked, what didn't work. Um, You know, friends of mine got to read it beforehand and they were like, oh, I like this. I like that. So I I do like to workshop um, a few drafts before I you know, hit pen to pay, you know, before I put it out there. Um, but just the process is always so much fun. Like I'll have an idea. I'll, you know, I'll write down stuff and be like, all right, this is the comic that I'm trying to do. I'll do like a brain dump of like, all right, here's what I want to see out mm-hmm. of this, um, as you know, entertaining ideas. And of course they're on the cutting room floor eventually, but that's the most fun. Like the brain dump of just like, Oh, what if, you know, what if, uh, these kids go on a roller coaster, they go through the hole and they all get their heads cut off by the slot. Like that's going to be in there. Um, you know, what if somebody vapes, vapes into a slot's face and, and then it slices somebody's throat and the smoke comes out. I was like, that has to go in there. Um, so it's just, it, it just entertaining myself, making myself laugh because at the end of the day, I, like, I feel like if you're an indie creator, write for yourself and you'll find your audience, you know, eventually. But the, the process is so much fun. It's, it, and for me, the just writing comics is like a vacation. It's like a lot of people stress out and, and go crazy. I don't have any deadlines. My thing is just like, all right, I want to do maybe like two or three comics per year or a few comics per year, whatever drives me, whatever drives me forward. So um, as long as I can, as long as um, an idea guides me and I'm excited about it and it kind of like pours out, then that means that that is probably the way to go. Dude, and I could not have asked for a better lineup. The second you were talking about the vape, the image like popped on the screen, like cause next to us, like I know our streamer looks a little bland, but on our actual like finished like look right now, we have on the image slideshow, the vape yeah, like was popping right up. So that that was like awesome. So how, you know, how, how does uh, the, the class in the workshop like translate to your other projects? Like what did you take from that class, you know, going forward? Uh, just to 
they taught me how to do it. So um, I got very lucky. So like, you know, if you, if you take writers, if you wrote written fiction or poetry or whatever, it's just fig figuring out how to format it, like how to get to that mm -hmm. space to get to the next thing. So they taught me like, okay, have an idea, make an outline. Your outline is your map where like you write down, you know, what you want to happen in the story. And then you use the outline as your map when you're coming out with the panels and everything like that, just because um, it's just an easier process. So like if you get, you could, you could always deviate from the outline a little bit or what you got to do. Um, or ride a motorcycle behind you. I but, know, uh, I know. I was like, I was like, man, I hope he didn't hear that. I'm gonna edit that out. Right, production. I, listen, you're secretly inside a car like uh, <laughs> Diesel. You know what I mean? That's that, that, you know, too fast, too furious. Uh, I, I'm like Batman. This back keg. You can call me Geek Daddy. Let's go. Geek Daddy. Geek Daddy's good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just um, you know, just figuring out the process of of writing a comic because anybody can write a story, but just figuring out how to. Uh, map out the panels and like the page turn and figuring all that out they helped me with that and just being fearless in terms of like just don't worry about what other people think worry about what you like for the story like what do you what do you want to do like this is this is fun this is supposed to be fun so mm -hmm. let's have as much fun as possible and then i'd say comics experience definitely taught me that i would say out of you know we were talking earlier and in your interview 185 and the way you go about it, it seems like a whole different like like approach you know like you're doing it for fun you don't care about marvel dc anything you're doing this just because you want to have fun with it yeah. and i I, th I think that really shows like in your work you know it, it seems like it's a blast to read it seems like it's a you know there's so much fun between killer sauce but this just isn't it though you uh you have two other projects that you mentioned right Yes. Uh, so I've done, uh, so right after slow pokes, the, I got so lucky with the Kickstarter. So the Kickstarter ran during the pandemic, people were looking for entertainment and they, they saw fast killer slots on Kickstarter. Um, I only needed to raise like $2,000. I ended up making close to 10. So I was wow. like, all right, whatever, whatever I make on these Kickstarters, if I, you know, hopefully I'll make my money back, but whatever profit I make from it, it goes towards the next project. That's what I'm going to do because I want to, I don't care about that stuff. Like I'm not trying to have a sloth fur coat and like a Maserati or anything like that. I don't give, I don't care about that. I want to just keep making stuff. And as long as people, as long as people want to give me money for, for comics, it'll go towards the next project. So the next project after slow pokes was something I like to call zombie date night, which was what would happen if uh, a blind date happened during a zombie invasion. Um, because if, you know, dating is scary and, mm -hmm. at, um, you know, during my dating days before, before my girlfriend now, I was like, all right, if a zombie invasion happened on this on this date, would I stay or would I go? And I thought that was just a great concept <laughs> and then making me laugh. And like, what if, you know, what if it's a bad, it's a date that's just like horrible, but there's a zombie invasion. Like you got, you have no choice but to stick with that person and, you know, fight it out, fight it out to the death. So I, you know, I explored that concept and that did well too. Um, I got very lucky with that. And uh, I, 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 extended it so from slowpokes was 20 pages this was 32 um and just i had you know i had zombies i had a a, a spanish grandmother fighting zombies with the chancleta uh, based on my own grandmother uh so just like just ha again having fun and then mm -hmm. um the third project is called ex machina uh x dash m a s c h i n a which is uh, basically Santa fighting robots. So I, I had a plan in place where I was like, I want to work with somebody. I want to see if I can be a partner, um, in terms of like a comic team. Mm -hmm. So I ended up meeting somebody through a podcast that interviewed me 
Uh, her name was Misty Graves, and she was she had very good ideas, very talented. And I was like, let's work together. We both came up with two ideas that we we uh, we both had. Like I had an idea for evil elves, which would probably be in the same uh, in the same vein as Slowpokes. Uh, I wanted to call it Helves, and she had an idea for like a uh, an AI that makes your wish come true, but in the worst way possible. So I was like, what if we took those ideas and mashed them together? And that's where Ex Machina came from, where Santa is tired of, you know, Christmas. His wife left him for the abominable snowman. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, have to, I'll have to send you a copy of these. Um, you know, his, his wife left him for the abominable snowman. So he gives up his Christmas magic to like a, a Mark Zuckerberg, like a Jeff Bezos type of person. Mm -hmm. And so he, he decides to take the magic, put it into like an AI uh, that like, you know, it, it'll measure if you're naughty or nice. And of course, the AI goes goes batty and uh santa has to fight robots to save christmas so that's where i was like this is too much fun and christmas horror why not um and it, it was it was a lot of a lot of fun and um i'm just glad that i'm i'm able to still continue to make comics and have crazy ideas and and people are, are into them so thank you for, I, for I, all those who want to check them out i love uh just how off the wall every project has been uh well what's up with doing horror and like mixing you know humor into it it seems like that's kind of like your strong suit i i just love i mean i'm a goofball as you mm -hmm. can see i think drew through this interview you're gonna figure that out uh, real quick <laughs> um but i just love horror I, I think horror is probably the most um diverse genre in the history of anything like you could literally do anything and make it a horror like there's a killer sofa movie where a sofa tries to kill you so if that's the bar i feel like fast killer slots or santa versus robots like i just feel like you can do anything in, in horror and you know i i definitely want to deviate eventually to to another genre just to try but i i think the horror community is so kind and so open um that i was like you know what i think this is a, this is a good fit for me at this moment um and and there's really good horror stuff out there like ice cream man is really cool and the the you know something is killing the children or like the nice house on the lake like it's it's i feel like horror, i feel like horror um you know i feel like there's a place for horror in comics and i feel like it's it's getting bigger and better as as we're going along yeah yeah absolutely i want to say dc was just pushing out some uh, horror comics not too long ago too right yeah uh i've been i've been seeing them on the app but it's it's awesome and it's just it again if you look at the horror community they'll accept anything as long as it's entertaining and fun they'll they love it no and uh man i i love the zombie like the dating in a zombie outbreak that that, that is so awesome and then uh santa fighting robots to save That's christmas great. uh do you have uh, any plans for those two to like go like any further with like maybe second issues or yes uh zombie date night two i will say that um i've already written the first draft of it we're, we're getting that hopefully we'll get that by next year um, and then Ex Machina, uh, me and my partner, Misty Graves, she's doing some solo stuff right now. Um, but I think we'll come together probably for next next Christmas, um, I would imagine. So, um, but yeah, there, I to have three, you know, three different toy boxes to play in is just mm -hmm. really, it's it's awesome. It's awesome to see. So was that, uh, you do a uh, Kickstarters for all three of them? Yep. Um, that, that seemed to, it seems to work where I'll, 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 uh, you know, luckily make my money back and hopefully a little bit more, but it's, it's a good way to connect with people that I may not be able to connect with before. I, I definitely use social media, try to use it as, as much as possible, but uh, Kickstarter is, is great because there's so you're, you're connecting to an audience that you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't be able to find. Like I've gotten orders from like, uh, like I think Singapore and Thailand mm -hmm. and, 
and um, Croatia and France. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know how I would even reach that. So Kickstarter has been very good to me. So I will remain on Kickstarter until until I guess there's another way to do it. Um, that, that. That's awesome, though. That's awesome. What, what would you say some of the things that you've learned along the way with Kickstarter, like some of the importance, like do's and don'ts with it? Um, just have fun with it. Do do it. If you're doing a campaign, do a campaign that you would want to see. Um, so for me on Slowpokes, um, I have a theme song. I have a T-shirt. I have posters. You can get killed in the next one. Um, all things that I, as a fan of comics, I was like, oh, I, if I was going to back a comic, I would love to have these tiers of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also like theme it out. So if you're, so for this one, right, Slowpokes 2. Slowpokes 2 takes place in a, in a summer camp, right? It's my homage to like Friday the 13th and Heavyweights, which I, which I love as well. Um, so I, I just wanted to have fun with it. So I was like, all right, summer campaign. We'll do uh, Hot Sloth Summer. Uh, we'll do Koozies this time. Um, you know, a nice summer theme song. Just things that, that all kind of align with each other and, and you know, gives people something to uh, be excited about. So can you give us a little bit of how uh, issue one leads into issue two? So, uh, speaking of sure. uh, issue two. Sure, absolutely. So at the end of issue one, uh, you know, the Slowpokes have run amok and they are there. Uh, so the first one takes place inside a, a lab, uh, like, you know, like a lab, but it also has a uh, amusement park in it which they rent they rent out to the kids for for uh for like uh right before right after graduation mm-hmm. so the the, the slow pokes escape and uh the kids have to figure out you know how to escape and so they escape from the the lab and they're on the run and the slow pokes are right behind them and in issue two it takes off right where the last one left off and they uh they are stranded at a summer camp on on the drive down so of course uh, in the summer camp, there's lots of vegetation, and the slowpokes are now in a more natural habitat for them to to crawl around and and sneak around. Um, and it's also at a weight management camp, so what's you know the fat the slots are fast, but the kids are not. So that's, <laughs> that's the best part about it. So and 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 again, it's it's my homage to like Friday the Thirteenth, and I love the movie Heavyweights. I was like, I got to throw some of that in there. Um, so just it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's um you know it's just it's just playing around with the genre i feel like with the slow pokes you can do different issues um just kind of having fun with different genres if i want to do a kaiju sloth i could do that if i want to take them back in time i could do that like anything mm-hmm. is possible with within slow pokes no i and i i love like just how like it, it goes from the amusement yes the the amusement part uh lab to like a summer camp i think that's an awesome transition uh so with these killer sloths i mean like give us a little bit more about them uh, like how fast are they like uh, weaknesses like uh, what, what can we expect from you know reading this issue for the first time um i would say you know they're they're not like flash fast where they're mm-hmm. they're they're just they're fast for slots i would say as fast as like um maybe like a gazelle right a gazelles are fast that's and they fast yeah it's, it's fast, but it's not like the flash where like they're running you know it, it, where it's like out of control fast mm-hmm. you know what I mean? um but but they they uh you know they eventually they will all have their own different personalities i think in the third issue we'll, we'll explore that story a little bit more but they love to kill and they are just pissed off and they get more creative as the <laughs> with their kills as it goes i think they're trying to one-up each other and compete with each other for who, who can get the best kill no, I, I love that. And uh, the fact that you had the uh, zombie dating and then the uh, Santa Claus uh, stories uh, going after this, 
uh just it's 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 awesome so what else can we expect from you like in the future you know outside of uh killer sloss uh so i'm working on some projects now um i could talk to you offline about them but the, my best thing is i want to shock and surprise i think that is my hook um mm -hmm. whether i am you know I, don't, I am learning as I keep going and I'm, I'm having fun with it, but I want to I want to get better with each project. That is that is the goal. So um, the more zany and the more ridiculous I can do, I will do that. But also at some point, I would love to do something serious, just a little bit more serious, just to uh, just to play around with different genres and, and show that, like, yes, I, I am the sloth guy, but I can do some <laughs> other things. too. I, and I'm the sloth daddy, I guess. But uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I want to prove that. Um, I can entertain, but I want to, you know, I want to be a good comic book writer as well. Yeah, yeah, you flex the writing muscles a little yeah, bit exactly. too, right? Okay, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of like uh, actors, you know. No one wants to be, you know, the Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I was calling him Tony Stark for years because, like, he's played that <laughs> part it. so well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, no, I I definitely get that. Um, now while we're on the topic of horror and, and such, I am interested to kind of pick your brain. What are you? What What do you think are some of the elements that? are some of the strong suits within the comic community with horror. And what do you think is kind of missing, you know, in terms of like the horror? I think more people need to have fun with horror. Um, I, you know, I'm very lucky that I've been able to stand out with fast killer slots. Cause like at the end of the day, if, you know, listen, there's a lot of great writers out there and, and of mm -hmm. course, um, but if you're pitching, if somebody's talking to you about comics, right. And they're like, Oh, there's this space comic or there's this alien comic. What's going to stand out? Fast killer sloths. Because you're you, no matter if it's good, no matter how you feel about it, you'll be like, I need to see what this is because I don't know, yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, but I, I feel like more people should have fun in horror. I think, I think publishers need to give horror more of a chance, and I, I think they are now. Um, but I feel like it's it's entering the mainstream more. There's a lot more. Um, you know, look at Chucky, right? They're doing a Chucky TV show on sci-fi. They're doing a Hellraiser coming back, Michael Myers, and they're doing giant numbers at the box office. Barbarian, which mm -hmm. just came out. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but um, big numbers. So people people want horror. People want to also have fun while they're at the movie theater. Like, um, I mean, there are some movies that are, you know, horror movies that are, um, you know, more dark and disturbing. And like, those are cool, but I feel like people want to have fun at the movies and people want to have fun when they're reading comics. So I think if you're making a horror comic, I look at it from this lens. Like, are you having fun writing it? Then you're probably going to have fun reading it. You know, I was uh, talking to someone uh, a couple interviews ago and we, we were discussing how uh, humor and horror, like it's like the same, like setup. It's like the same, you know, kind of like the same chemical response within you as well. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 nice to kind of balance that because you would never assume uh, that type of response, you know, combining horror with uh, with humor like that. I love it. Um, I mean, luckily, people think I'm funny, which is nice. I, I appreciate that. Um, but I, I feel like if that is my strong suit of horror comedy, there's not there's not a lot of those out there. I know that there's some, but um, I feel like that, again, that'll help me stand out and and, um, you know, get me get me to get more eyes on, on my stuff. No, absolutely. So where else do you see yourself exploring within the Slowpokes universe? Uh, like how many more issues do you think you have in you with uh, these killer sloths? I think Slowpokes can go on for as long, as long as people keep backing on the Kickstarter, people want it. I will keep doing more Slowpokes. I will, because listen, it's, it's my love of, I love horror and I love horror sequels. And I, and, and usually in horror sequels, they get worse as they get go on. <laughs> so I want to, I want to take that as a challenge and make it as ridiculous and as but still entertaining and still fun 
as it can be. And like, yes, maybe it'll get worse, but it'll be fun. Like, you know what I mean? It'll be like, all right, mm-hmm. we'll, take it, we'll take them to space. Fuck it. Why not? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like um, but, but just stuff that'll be entertaining and, and, and just play with the genre and, and uh, making fun of like horror sequels that I love so much. <laughs> like so Leprechaun back in the hood. <laughs> Dude, I love that. Oh my God, getting high with the Leprechauns. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like if, if if I if I could do something like that and just keep going, but also blazing like with leprechauns. Yeah, blazing. <laughs> like I got blazing with the sloths. It's fine. But um, you know, just again, I want to want to make sure people are having fun and that mm-hmm. anything anything could happen with with any of these comics. So it seems like you're a pretty big uh, enthusiast for kind of like the cheesy horror films too. Oh, absolutely. I am uh, cheese ball personified. <laughs> um, I love me some uh, you know B movie horror or like just. Because I feel like a lot, of, a lot of directors and writers like are more inventive. Like they're just like we're not going to do what you know the normal movie will do. We'll we'll do something crazy and and just see what happens. Like look at like the, that movie Sleepaway Camp. You ever see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sleepaway Camp is amazing. Just I mean, listen, the movie's not you know great, but that ending they stick the landing so much that like that will stick with you for the rest of your life. So if I can do that, if I can gauge the reaction, that's all I want. You know, what I mean that if. It's be- it's better to be uh, you know it's better to be hated than ignored. So I will take I will take uh, you know they, I, I'll take a good reaction or a bad reaction as long as people aren't like eh like whatever then we're good. If somebody hates it or loves it, then I'm 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 winning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So why is that though? You know, why would you prefer to be hated in, instead of a meh response? Because I, I I think just to have the visceral reaction, like. Yeah. Um, of, of good or bad. That means that that's art. I think that it, in, when you're creating art, if people don't either like it or love or hate it, then you haven't made anything. I uh, like that. I like yeah. that a lot. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a Tinker Hatfield quote from the guy who, uh, who, who designs like Nike shoes, um, which I think is, I think it's great because you, uh, people look at the stuff that you hate and you love. It's like, but at, at the same time, you got to respect the people who make it because it's like, all right, well, they, I don't like it, but at least they made it, and I could appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of how I could put that in words for country music, but I don't know if it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, country music. Listen, I'll say this: country music. I like. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of country music, but I understand why people like it. But I will say this: this is on this is a big uh, exclusive for your show. I do fucks with some Casey Musgraves. I love Casey Musgraves. <laughs> I think she's so good. <laughs> and I, and I'm not really a big like country person, but mm-hmm. like I'll her stuff which i think you know good. i'll drop an exclusive too I, uh, <laughs> I i used to get down on some shania twain you know I there you go exactly like shania twain dude oh man <laughs> uh, one of my favorite shows is broad city and they brought in uh shania twain to be on the show um and it made me laugh because like he, she was like her personal trainer and she goes man i feel like a smoothie and i was like that is so funny like i don't know why <laughs> but that's so funny <laughs> No, that is awesome. So let's end things on a strong note. And that is, uh, you know, as with the show being kind of, you know, a nice platform for you to get on here, promote your work and who you are. I also love kind of using it as a tool for anyone who might be new or even just struggling in general. So for anyone out there who is kind of having trouble getting started with either just the writing or the art aspect of it, and, you know, they just can't get going. What type of advice would you offer them to help them just get motivated just to do it? You can do it too. If I could write something about fast killer slots, you could write something 10 times better, a hundred times better, probably. Um, yeah, just like you can do it too. Um, the, the hardest part is getting started and just getting into that routine of like, okay, I'm going to start writing. I'm going to finish this by this. Give yourself deadlines. Um, I think that helps a lot. Um, 
And again, if, even you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to write 800 pages. Mm -hmm. Like I started with 20 pages and I was like, all right, I'm going to do 10 pages this week. Uh, and then I'll workshop that. And then after that's done, do the second 20, 10 pages and then workshop that. And then you're, you're good. You're already good. And then, you know, read it over and over again, just to, you know, read it to yourself. That's another thing that helped too. Uh, making sure you get the cadence of the characters, reading the voice that you think the character is talking. Mm -hmm. uh, that helped me a ton of just like voice and making sure the characters don't sound the same and making sure that each person has their own little idiosyncrasies. Um, I think that helps. And just, you know, don't be afraid to, to, to talk about your project. I, that's the one thing that I love the most. I was like, listen, if people get annoyed, too bad. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And I need to, I need to tell people about this project for people to hear about it and, and, and get backers. Yeah. So, you know, go on Twitter, go, you know, hit up uh, Cody for keeping it geekly and, <laughs> and be like, hey, I got a project. I'd love to come on and, you know, talk about it. But yeah, just you can do it, too. Um, just just get started. I, I you if you get started, you're already 100 percent further or like you're a lot further than than um, people who haven't even started their project yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the biggest part of the battle is just getting it, you know, getting there, yeah, getting started. Worst comes to worst, you know, at least if you don't like it, you could just keep tooling at it, you know, keep mm -hmm. messing around with it. But it, it can't get done and it can't be seen by people if it's not done. That's true. That is true. And I think that is some awesome advice from the Sloth Daddy. But yes, soon you'll be known for other things. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see we'll what happens. Have, we'll have to get you back on the show <laughs> in the future to see if that uh, if that name changes at all. Steve, thank oh, you yeah. for swinging by and, you. and hanging thank out with that. us, breaking down slow pokes. This was such an awesome chat, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone watching, I hope you have an awesome Monday night. Where can everyone find your books at, by the way? Do you okay. online store or? Yeah, so I'm working on getting an online store, but for now you can get it on Ko-Fi at the, you know, the Steve Urena on Ko-Fi and you can get a digital copy of Slowpokes. You can get a digital copy of Zombie Date Night and Ex Machina. And uh, I will eventually put a, um, you know, a digital copy of Slowpokes too. That's, that's coming, you know, very soon. It's, it's, it's we're finishing it out right now. Um, and then um, I think eventually I will have uh, stevierena.com and then I'll put all my stuff there. You could buy the merch, you could buy the, you know, put, put everything on there. So stay tuned, but you could also follow me on Twitter at the Steve Urena, uh, S-T-E-V-E-U-R-E-N-A. Um, and on Instagram and, and uh, you know, you can follow the sloths at uh, Slowpokes Comic on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And we'll have uh, that just uh, that link in the description, too, for you guys to be able to purchase these books. Thank you once again, Steve. Everyone have an awesome Monday night. But most importantly, guys, keep it geekly. All right. Give me one second. I'm going to hit done.